This podcast is part of the Frederick Podcast Network. Learn more at listenfrederick.com. This episode of Beers and a Lot is brought to you by these network sponsors. Shouldn't having conversations with your money be easy? Easier than counting the planets, at least. Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. Oh, what happened to Pluto? Did it offend someone? FM Trust is here to help you have better conversations with your money. Go bank it easy at fmtrust.bank. What's up, everybody? It's episode 127 of Beers in the Lot. Hope everybody's having a good week so far. We were sure having fun on Monday night when we recorded this. We'll get into it in just a second here. But first, let me remind you about our merchandise store at beersandlot.com slash shop. Go check it out. And the Discord at beersandlot.com slash Discord. I promise it's not just for Fortnite. It's like all the best things from group texts without any green message drama or BS like that. Come jump in and join our conversation. All right, so if you're the type who likes to skip the intros and be surprised about what we talk about, hit your skip button now, because in this one, we talked about how Jacob Truba tried to fly an elbow Armia, we talked about the situation up in Vancouver, and we touched on the star player window for the Stanley Cup. So here we go. Let's crack the beer, question mark. As I spill all over myself. (laughs) I can't see how you wouldn't with that thing. Yeah, I, was yeah, I was wondering how you were going to pour that. Yeah. A little difficult sitting in the couch, yeah. Yeah, so without further ado, Riggs, what the hell are you, is going on over there? Do you pull so, out the whole kegerator? Yeah. Well, yeah, so for Christmas, my wife got me a growler that is uh, pressurized and tapped, so it it looks like a mini little keg. It's 64 ounces growler and it has a tap system on it. Just like you would, you know, tap a normal size keg. It has a little CO2 cartridge on it to keep it under pressure. So I went and got it filled at a local beer store with thick and thin, which is a brewery up in Hagerstown. Their staycation, which is a West coast style. IPA and the caps are squirt. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect timing. Sick. <laughs> so yes, I have, I am very excited to have this growler with the tap on it. It's so cool. <laughs> it is so much fun to go into the fridge and pull the handle <laughs> and get beer out of it. That's awesome. Yeah, I like that. And it's portable, so I was kind of thinking... You brought it to the couch. <laughs> yeah, I did bring it to the couch. I tried to get the pouring sound. I don't know if it came through. We'll find out in the edit. <laughs> Probably not. So does it, so does it come with, like, it. CO2 cartridges? No, you have to get those, but... You have to you buy... Can, yeah, because... Like, I got I got ten of them for sixteen bucks on Amazon. Yeah, they're right? cheap. And and those, the same, those little cartridges are easy to find. Yeah, have you, and it's the same, it's the same ones you use like in like restaurants use in their whipped cream dispenser and seltzer yep. dispensers yeah, yeah. and stuff like that yeah but i'm more like how long do they last have you had to change it out yet the thing said it will last like four liters of beer or something like that and i think 64 ounces is just short of two liters or something so hmm. it'll Too last far a while of beer yeah, yeah i don't know how to do conversions but <laughs> yeah. yeah but it's just it's just fun and also if there's stuff that's only on tap i've got a nice growler 
uh, beer will last in there for like two months. So that's nice. cool. Yeah. Yeah. But enough about that. Enough about this <laughs> contraption. Johnny, what do you have? It's not beer. I know that. It's not. I have uh, bullet bourbon. Just standard stuff tonight. What about you, Aaron? I also have a bullet product. I've got bullets 95 rye and drinking it on the rocks. Rye on mm. the rocks. How about you, Daniel? What you got? So I don't have anything interesting tonight. It's just a beer. I mean, <laughs> compared to you guys. <laughs> I have from Big Oyster Brewery, Hammerhead oh, yeah. IPA. It's a West Coast style IPA. Nice. Just had, just had a sip of it, and it is tasty. It's more important than anything. You yeah. just want something you enjoy, right? Yeah. 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 Enjoy this. Yeah. So what are we going to get into tonight? I want to know about your favorite hockey player, Daniel. <laughs> the one up in New York? Yeah, the the captain of the, the With rags. With the sharp elbows? Yeah. <laughs> we got to do this again? Well, you're the one who's generally the most outspoken about him. <laughs> <laughs> we are, of course, referring to Mr. Truba of Ranger Employ and uh, some of him, <laughs> some of his latest exploits have made it to the internet today on Monday. The video that we were looking at was from uh, the game against Montreal where Truba basically tried to fly an elbow uh the montreal player i forget who it was but uh armia and then got him in like the the ribs or something like i'm well, not sure what he was really doing it, it's kind of unclear that's the only thing about that one at least he wasn't going for the head on that one but it still needed to be a penalty it still should have been an elbowing penalty because he yes. missed his guy basically and was like well this is open <laughs> right but I don't think anything else should have came out of that one, but he he just constantly does it. He's a frequent flyer. <laughs> yeah. Why is the NHL not looking into him at all? Like, they're just like, man, eh, whatever. It's just, you know, captain of the Rangers. <laughs> like, why? He like, just plays on the edge. Yeah. He wants to make yeah. the other players hate playing against him. Like, yeah, I'd hate playing against somebody who's trying to injure me all the time. What aggravates me about yeah. it is, like, you could see on that play specifically, and actually, like, it's a theme in some of the Jacob Truba uh, attempted hits or actually when he connects, he is stepping up to make a hit and then he gets caught out of position because a player has their head up and they're aware. So they move either side to side or, you know, by him one, one way or the other. And he extends his elbow each time to make contact. Mm -hmm. So it's him trying to like catch himself. That one on the Armia play, it's like that was the only piece he can grab him. So he just kind of got him right above in anyone that plays or as a, you know, familiar with hockey equipment, it's right above the hip pad. So yeah. that's like, there are some NHL players that almost wear like the lacrosse style or football pad type, you know, uh, you could call them kind of rib or stomach protection, however you want to label it. There are a few guys that wear that, but not everyone does. Armia clearly didn't or doesn't have anything there. I mean, so like that's bare. That's all like organs in that area too. Like yeah. that, <laughs> that, I mean, where's Bill cutting when you need him? Like, this is a wound. Like that's <laughs> right. essentially yeah. like, I mean, he like, he got him right in what, what were we saying? Like liver or kidney, I guess something around there. It like that it, area. Yeah, yeah. It looked painful. 
It, yeah, more, I mean, he it, dropped right to the ice. Yeah. When you when you sent it to us on Discord, you said this is a MMA. Yeah. Movie. <laughs> and, yeah. And when I saw it, I was like, yes, that is that, that is, is a yeah. elbow strike. <laughs> yeah. To the body, like he didn't like swing his arm around. He just skated into him and stuck his mm-hmm. yeah elbow out, and as he went by him, just you know, clipped his body. Those guys are going so fast, so like you don't need to do the full. No, you don't need to swing do a lot. like by yeah. No. yeah. You don't need all the torque, right? You don't Doesn't need do to like, much. Yeah, get into it. You just got to skate into the guy. Two guys moving about twenty miles an hour. It's like getting hit by an elbow at forty miles an hour. Like that's yeah, it's gonna hurt. Imagine if McDavid just decided to like skate down the ice and bow yeah, people in the 30 head. Thirty miles an hour. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> but I don't. I I don't think. As in other incidents, I don't think he was going for the head. I think he was just trying to get any piece that he could because, like you said, Johnny, he was out of position going for the contact. He was just trying to get a chunk, and that's what he could get. And when I went out on the web to look for, I I basically put into the search engine, Jacob Truba Dirty, those three words. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and the videos that came up the one the one that really struck out to me was when he missed Andre Palat last year he missed him he like tried to like superman into Palat right outside the blue line with his right elbow extended so it's clearly a habit and all players have habits you know, whether it's how they hit people, whether it's the patterns that they skate on the ice, where they shoot from, where they pass from, they all have these little tendencies. And that's clearly one of his is that he's going to come at you with that right shoulder, right arm, right elbow. And the other thing that's striking to me is his stick positioning. When he does this stuff, it's almost like his left arm flails out. And he has no intent of making any kind of like hockey play. He has no intent of getting possession of the puck or anything like that. It's, it's literally, I'm going to hit you with this right side of my body. And my, my left side is completely useless. Almost. Yeah. Right. It's what it looks <laughs> like. Just for a little context here. You said that you Googled Jacob Truba dirty. Yes. I just, I just looked up. <laughs> who was the Lady Bing winner of 2022, and that is Kyle Connor. And I put in to the search engine, Kyle Connor dirty. And I did not get anything (laughs) except for some dirty plays that he made as in like nasty goals. And he he went dirty between the lips. Yes, skill dirty. Yeah, Yeah, like nasty. (laughs) Or there's one that was, there's one of the hits is that uh, it was uh, uh, Kyle Clifford got a five minute major for hitting Kyle Connor. So okay. Uh, okay. yeah. So you don't get, you know, <laughs> videos of of flying elbows when you just put in dirty after any given player. <laughs> but for Jacob Truba you do. Yes. So uh, that seems that seems kind of telling a lot. Well you get a lot of videos too. What annoys me kind <laughs> of is like I understand to some extent like Rangers fans like kind of defending him to some extent like He's trying to be physical. He's trying to make plays, you know, get the guys going, whatever. But like, I am more shocked at some of the other people you see, like that are like, oh, he's just being tough. He's Mm -hmm. like, 
I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like you are insane. Like I, and I'm not putting him in the same category. So like when Ovi had a lot of his disciplinary stuff, Ovi was always attempting to hit somewhere from behind somewhere a little high, but like there was a clear pattern where Ovi and he never essentially like led with an elbow. He was always shoulder. Sometimes he got head contact. Sometimes it was from behind. And I think he, he didn't end up getting suspended once. Right. Correct. A couple times. Yeah. But like each time it was like clear what he was trying to do. He was trying to hit lead with speed, all that stuff. And then if you even think like another guy like Kyle Clifford, like not picking on him, but like he got suspended um, somewhat recently, like in, what was it last year, last year against Tampa, he had a guy in the numbers, but he was, it was like clear what he was trying to do. He was trying to like, you know, set a message, play hard, all that stuff. Like Jacob Truba, like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't, I don't know what he tries to do. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, Athens CU, Athens CU kind of like dinged it on the button a few weeks ago. We mentioned it actually like, he gets paid eight million bucks. He's still at, he only has one goal at this point. So like I don't I don't know what he's doing. That goal did come against Chicago like a week later, which is kind of funny. But like you know, I I just like <laughs> so if you just take what happened with him and Armia, it was yesterday, right? It's a Sunday yeah, game, yeah. midseason yeah. Sunday game. Yep. yep. Okay. Like what message is he trying to send? Nothing. What is he doing? What could <laughs> he's a sack of shit? Nothing yeah, game. That's the message. <laughs> yep. <he's> yeah. <laughs> there's it's not like it's not like playoffs or whatever where i could see where the intensity is ratcheted up and you know yeah you're probably going to do some things that you normally wouldn't do whatever okay montreal's at the bottom of the table in the atlantic like they're not going to meet in the playoffs right so (laughs) there's no messages being sent so it's it's just a normal mid-season sunday afternoon game and he's out here running around extending his elbow trying to take a piece of a guy so there's that then you go look at the nhl rule book which by the way if you go search nhl rule book on the internet you can't download it from an nhl.com page you have Easier to, go to find to, the cba than yeah, the nhl rule you book. Have to, yes it is <laughs> i it <know>. is. <laughs> it is or or the uh the the esports rule book. It's easier to find that <laughs> on the NHL.com uh, pages. I, had well, to I mean, that's to, important. I had I had to go to scoutingtherefs.com to get the official NHL rule book in a downloadable PDF. Thank you, scoutingtherefs.com. They probably don't <laughs> listen, but whatever. If you go to rule forty five dot one, is that it? Yeah, 45 1. Yep. 45-1 is the elbowing. It is extending the elbow. That's that's the only criteria. Whether it's an injury or not, the only criteria <laughs> is that you extend the elbow and contact another player. That's it. That's the only criteria. It means the use of an extended elbow in a manner that may or may not cause injury. That's the that's definition it. of elbowing. Right. So it, what Truba did. It's at least <laughs> It's at least a minor. It's at least a minor. Yep. Then it's up to the official's discretion whether or not it's a major or a match or, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So, but there are some hard rules about head contact. If it's head contact, then it's probably going to be a major in misconduct, depending on the severity and all that good stuff, right? 
And then there's supplementary discipline, which all of the supplementary discipline, every single rule, I'm pretty sure says it's up to the discretion of the commissioner in the league, whether they look at it and they do anything about it. So I think what we're saying is DOPS should probably look at this one and say something. See something, say something. (laughs) (laughs) What also kind of annoys me about the Jacob Truba thing is there are certain teams he acts out against and others he doesn't. So like he wouldn't do this shit against like the St. Louis blues because I think he knows like the guys they have on that team, like will jump his ass, but he's going to go do it to like, you know, Montreal where they're a very young team, way more, uh, skill and talent laden than, you know, tough bodies. If Shea Weber was still skating on that team, I'm willing to bet Truba would not have done that because Shea Weber, Weber would have buried him taking him to in task, Montreal. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, he did it a few weeks against like a team like Chicago, same kind of thing, younger team. They have no big bodies. He's not doing that against a Minnesota wild. Not anymore. No. Not anymore. Mm-mm. Since his, I mean, that's kind of the thing. There. His buddy yeah. Reeves is up there now. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's also <laughs> kind of funny because remember how a few, a few years ago, like they were complaining that, you know, the Caps ragdolled that team and then they got a jack, some jag off named Jacob Truba, like, yeah. you know, who's doing the same stuff. I'm like, all right, it's one thing if you have like a Ryan Reeves, for example, who can contribute a little bit in terms of decent fourth line minutes, but then he's also that deterrent. Like if you got a guy on the other team acting up, Ryan Reeves is going to go out there and Ryan Reeves also will hit too. So like yes. he doesn't necessarily need to go after that guy. He can hit some of your other third and second and first. First line guys, you know, make keep them honest essentially. But like, then Truba's doing this. It's like, come on, like you can't. It aggravates me because it's like you cry foul, and then only two years later, this is what you're doing, like, and you're defending it, and you're yep. defending yep. it. It's like, <laughs> you know, I mean, the way this ends though, it's like all those guys that kind of step over the line, the habitual line steppers, and it'll end up like the Matt Cook situation. Matt Cook kind of was like very questionable did some unsavory things. And then Vander Kane one punched his ass and you really didn't hear much from Matt Cook since then. Like, cause I think he realized he's like, shit, like I can't, I mean, Matt Cook obviously was a tough guy, but like I said, did some very unsavory thing. Like, so that happens once all those guys, they, they kind of get brought back to earth a little bit. So we'll see. I would like to see somebody just like feed him. So yeah, really. maybe that'll, it'll happen at some point. He'll probably dislocate his elbow in practice or something, you know, reaching for a play or something. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) You you think the NHL guys talk about that? Yes, I'm sure they do. Because a few years ago, PK got fined for kind of like his leg position. And it was kind of, I mean, and I like PK Subban on and off the ice. He did put himself in terms of his leg placement in very compromising situations. Where well, all right. Let's sometimes, okay. yeah. He sometimes did. it was a slew foot. It a lot it of times, a, a lot of times, name, dude. Yeah, <laughs> but you also got to remember man. sometimes. But I'm saying, like yeah. sometimes he did have his legs kind of in an awkward position and was trying to make, you know, a stick play. But because of where his legs were, and I'm sure PK is good enough to kind of figure out what he's doing. So at one point he did get fined, and then like maybe a few weeks later, there was a situation where he just got tangled with the guy. The guy fell awkwardly because of where they were on the ice turning PK did nothing wrong, but everyone was bagging on him just because 
He had a reputation. Well, it's a reputation. Yeah. Like, it's a reputation thing. You don't get the benefit of the doubt anymore. That's yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Same day that Mike, uh, Nick Felino's caught on a hot mic, you know, Oh, then I'll go pound his face in next time. You know, like that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's great. I'm all about talking to the refs about what I should do to other players. So I <laughs> love it. <laughs> all right, let's take a quick break and hear from our network sponsors. Shouldn't having conversations with your money be easy? Certainly easier than spelling conscientious right on the first try. C O N S H nope S I. Uh-uh. S-C? Oh, that C's moonlighting as an H. FNM Trust is here to help you have better conversations with your money. Our investment and trust services team can help make your retirement dreams a reality. Go bank it easy at fmtrust.bank. Let's check the British spelling. How many days to Wally Fest? 17. 17. As, as, we, as we record, it's 17. When this episode drops, it will be 15. There we go. <laughs> it's coming Too up many. Quick. Two too weeks. many. <laughs> two weeks. Basically two weeks. Yeah. I am really looking forward to this. This is gonna be a blast. They released yep. all the music for the Wally Fest that's yep. going on, and uh I don't recognize any of them, but it seems like it's gonna be a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it's all local northeast Pennsylvania bands. Right. Who yeah. the hell knows who they are? If they're any good, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Half of them are gonna be cover <laughs> bands and they're gonna play a song yes. that we're gonna love. Like, yeah, we'll, it's it's gonna be great. And we'll yeah. be screaming it at the top of our Absolutely. lungs as Absolutely. we do. <laughs> <laughs> they did put out an ice update. I think they only had like four four and a half inches at one, yeah, one spot there. It, so they're they're down, but it's holding. Is, yeah. Uh, they're down, but it's holding. They had a guy out there actually standing on the ice. Yeah, to do I the watched the video, man. right? Do he's punching the <laughs> hole through. He was standing on the ice, punching the hole through. So there's enough to <laughs> to support a human. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it looks like the weather's going to turn here up there, uh, yeah. and get colder. So hopefully the ice builds up and yeah, we're, we're good to go. Cold weather will be set. That's, yeah, that's uh, sounds promising. Great band. It's a bad band. Doesn't matter. It's like pizza, baby. It's all good, right? It's all good. <laughs> like, it's all good. Dude, Come dude. on, dude. I like I. I told you guys today, hockey, beer, and live music. Like you can't. Go it's wrong. gonna be. It's gonna be yep. sick. And then everything else going on around there, like it's gonna be awesome. Just looking here. It's supposed to drop in the twenties towards the end of the month, and then in the teens as as the low. So nice. I think That's it'll good. be all right. Yeah, it'll be all right. Yeah, they should. They should get some ice build up out of that. Ends are going to need some turtlenecks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be all right. Just <laughs> wanted to offer, you know. Be all right. Be all right. We'll be skating. Be all right. Don't need to look like Tomash Klenix, whatever his name was. <laughs> or Alexei Kovalev, Klenic. or Gretzky, or Lemieux. <laughs> well... Actually, it was a few years ago. I forget. Oh, man. Like, some of the players at Ottawa Senators. I'm sure I can find the picture. Ottawa Senators training camp. A bunch of them wore the turtlenecks. <laughs> and they're like, where do you find them? And some of the players, like, joking, like, yeah, they ran out of, like, the long sleeve stuff. This is all they had. I guess it was over. Leftover from, like, Alexi Yashin days. Like, they just oh, had yeah. it. So <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> big, yeah, man. That's great. <laughs> and actually, Yashin. I've. I want to say maybe it was Montreal. Like they came back that 
to like honor him or whatever. And all the players during warm up had turtlenecks on. Like just to <laughs> just to mess with a little bit. I thought that was like, <laughs> that's a nice touch. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Those are always interesting. Ovi uh tied Mike Gartner for most 30 gold seasons. I saw that recently. Yes. Right? 17. Except with 17. Yeah. 17. Kind of a big deal. Yeah. That is, that's a that's a good record. I think it's like every week it's like Ovi uh did this record. <laughs> Broke Ovi this got this. He's kinda record. in that <laughs> he's kinda in that yeah. territory now though. Yeah. 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 He's in that he's in that territory. He's like three or four empty net goals away from breaking Gretzky's empty net goal uh, record. <laughs> Stop the madness. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> That's the record Gretzky was talking about. He's like, oh, I wasn't talking about my like eight ninety. <laughs> he done her nine. Oh, I'm sure it's gonna be the empty net one. Yeah, <laughs> he's definitely gonna get fifty six empty netters. Actually, I think as as we record today, I think today is the seventeenth anniversary of the, the uh, rookie year. Yeah, the goal, the one will be remembered from, even though it'll score. You know, he's already eight hundred others. Uh, yeah. The on the ice behind the back oh, you know, yep. against Phoenix. Gretzky was actually coached oh, yeah, that game. against the Gretzky coach against the, the Gretzky, Gretzky coach. coach. Yeah. Coyotes. <laughs> yes. And I think Tockett was the assistant. Tockett was I'm, an assistant as uh, yeah, well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> soon soon to be Vancouver head coach apparently, but if you um, Yeah. If you believe Gia, the or uh what it, he's now he's now president of uh hockey operations. Jim Rutherford <laughs> had a awesome press conference this morning. Was it awesome? I thought well, it was depends a how you bit look at disaster. it. Depends how you look at it. <laughs> depends awesome how you look to at watch. It. <laughs> I like awesome Jim for the organization. Oh, so, entertaining, yes. Entertaining <laughs> for sure. Yes. I like but. Jim Rutherford because he speaks his mind. And you don't get that a lot. You get a lot of like the nonsense cliche stuff. So the two things that stuck out are three. Boost Boudreaux. He's our coach now. Great. Now. That's awesome. Coach. Like now. now, as in like the only thing missing is yeah. the only thing missing was like he didn't check his watch. He's like he's our coach now <laughs> for the moment. Yeah. And then he says, uh, right after he said, "Bruce Boudreaux's our coach now," he's he said something like, "We're probably going to make a change in like one to two weeks." Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then. And then the other thing he mentioned, he said, I have never been more disappointed in a job I've done than this year. And Andy also mentioned point blank. He goes, when I got here, I thought we could do some minor type things, minor surgery. He goes, we're going to need major surgery. Open hot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Major surgery. But also now too, like if you're a player. Like, so now you you're hear officially, that from the GM? officially, officially, well, Presidente of Hockey Ops. Whatever. Yeah. yeah whatever if you, if you are a player, how are you not calling your agent and going, get me the hell out of here right fucking now? Yeah. And there was talk that Brock Besser needed a change of scenery. Uh, I wonder why. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I know he's had a really <laughs> rough think? go of things the last couple of, you know, two years in Vancouver with everything. So that's been that's been rough on him, but like he's not even getting going now that he kind of got a fresh start under Bruce and everything. So like I I feel for a lot of players on that team, and now like they said, essentially outside of Pedersen, everyone is up for grabs. So that's mm-hmm. Hughes, Demko, Besser, 
JT Miller. Oh yeah, who's signed now for a long term deal? <laughs> like there's a <laughs> lot of things they need to figure out. A mm. lot of things. Not good things either. Very bad things. I actually was saying to somebody last night, I can't can remember. I was kind of like aggravated because I was like, I kind of wish the Pens still had a dude like Jim Rutherford at the helm because like the Penguins are win six, lose six, win two, lose three, win five, lose three. Like very up and down, very inconsistent. Like he would have pulled a trigger, done something, yeah, change I it mean, up. They, they like, usually I get wanna, hot towards playoffs though. They do. What what single move are you going to do that fixes that, though? I'm not saying they do. Yeah, well, they made, in my opinion, one extra move than they needed to do in the offseason. And everyone keeps saying, like, oh, as long as you got Sid and you still have the window open. But, like, do they really? I, like, no. I'm saying this is a no, 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 and no, I'm no. being it's some not, No, 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 no. That's not what they're saying. It's not what, it's not what I say. What I say is, as long as you have Sid, you have to keep trying. Yeah, to, to put you, something around him. I fully you agree. Have to, you have to keep trying. It's not that the window's necessarily open or closed or whatever. It's that if you have that player and yeah. he's still he's still at the top of his game. Like I don't I don't care what anybody yeah, Sid, says. Sid's I was watching him stud. tonight. Like he was still at the top of his game. He moves like, very well, his vision, everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Exactly. You have you still have to try. You have to try to make the playoffs and you have to be maybe not maybe not a contender, you know, odds wise or whatever, but you have to make an attempt every year that he's still playing and is still playing at that level. I mean, it's the same thing with Washington. As long as Ovechkin is going the way that he is, like you have to try. It's a disappointment right. if you don't, because if you don't get those players the chance to play for championships, like that's that's a shame. Like you, it's yeah, it's not necessarily that the window is still open. It's that it's definitely not closed. That's right. really what it is. It's that you got to try. You got to put forth the effort. I agree completely. Yeah. It just reminded me a little bit like uh, the Ravens lost last night to the Bengals, which is awesome. And last week, I guess, <laughs> at the end of the regular season, a reporter asked Joe Burrow, like, hey, uh, how long do you think your, you know, the Bengals window is open? And he just looked at the guy dead eyed and just goes like, as long as I'm here, our window's open. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> I love that. I, I, I like kind of, I mean, <laughs> as a Steelers fan, like I'm not a big Bengals guy, but like the fact that Cincinnati has a dude who's finally confident in, his, in himself versus like Andy Dalton, who was just like, oh yeah, we did okay. Like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's kind of cool to see like young swaggy dude just go in. <laughs> yeah, I just like, I just think like, for me as a, a Penn fan, I'm kind of like, you know, I know what our farm system looks like. And even the Caps, too. Like, they're very similar. Like, they followed a very similar trajectory, both teams. Yeah. And you can say whatever you want, like, about the Pens have three cups to the Capitals one. I would argue to some extent, like, both teams both got beat by Montreal that year when the yeah. East was essentially yeah. completely yeah. wide yeah. open. They yeah. both have... <laughs> multiple years of first round exits against teams they should have waxed. Yeah, right. But it then, could easily be four cups for Pitt, or for Washington and zero for the Pens. It, it could, it, and I, could I would argue some way. of the some yeah. of the complementary pieces they both decided to 
bring in to support their core, that has been kind of the the biggest thing. For three years, whoever won that series, series between uh-huh. the yep. two of them yes. won the Stanley Cup. Won the Stanley so Cup. Correct. If if one of those years goes the other way, right? Like it's it's yeah. a, it's a different one bounce. It's a different mm-hmm. balance, right? Like yeah, it's exactly. all it takes. How many yeah. game sevens were involved in that? Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's a bounce or two away from being completely right. different story. And that and that's yeah. the playoffs, right? Like, but that's also exactly. why when you when you you still have these generational talents on your roster. And even though they're older now, like Ovechkin's 37, right? Like, even though they're older, they're still producing and you still have to figure out a way get those players into the playoffs because you never know what's going to happen. You never know how a, how a series is going to go, how the puck's going to bounce off somebody's ass and go in the net and you're yep. going to win an overtime. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you move on to the next round that you had no business moving on to like shit happens. <laughs> like, so just get them in the playoffs, get, get Sid in the playoffs, get Ovi in the playoffs, get Connor McDavid in the playoffs, please yes. Edmonton, yes. like stop, Dear Sucking. God, get like, that guy in the like, playoffs. Figure it the fuck <laughs> out, please. Like that. That's another. That's another dude in Kenny Holland that you know probably needs to lose his job. But whatever. And, you you know, fired. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, and but you know get these. You know, Colorado's got to figure it out here coming out of injuries. But the guys they have there. Think about it though. I will say, I will say Colorado, like they were going through it, but like the one guy who has not been hurt has been ranting and he's attempting everything in his power to get them where they need to go. Yeah. So I, I kind of also like not saying it, it buys them a year or anything. Cause that's not the way the NHL works. They won the cup last year. So like if they get to the dance, great. And they lose whatever, obviously everyone on that team, they probably are like, we want to be the new Tampa. Yes. So, and, and by all rights, they should be. They should be. They have the core. But, yes. They have. They have a very and good that, coach who understands that team well. And but really. what I'm saying is, get McKinnon in. Get Landeskog in. Get Rantanen in. Get Kale McCarr in. Get them in the playoffs. Get those type of players in the playoffs, and you never know what's going to happen. Well, Colorado, so. they have games in hand against a lot of those teams, so. They should be okay. Yeah, yeah, they should be. And okay. that division is not, you know, whatever. It's the the West is sort of winnable. Yeah, I mean, I think like Vegas is very good. Colorado's very good. Winnipeg's very good. Dallas too. Minnesota's up and down. I like L.A., but they have clear goaltending issues outside of Phoenix Copley, who's came in and like saved them. Great. Yeah. <laughs> And then Seattle. I like Seattle, but like part of me is like they're ahead of schedule. Uh, no, no, they're no. Ahead. It, they're this ahead. is this is a streak right now. They're just exactly. having a good. They're having exactly. a good month. They're ahead of schedule. I yeah. like that. Yeah, they're they ha- are. <laughs> they are. No, they really are. Like, like because that. if you yeah. think That's about it, like it. yeah, they're they're still developing. Like I think I guarantee. Like if hypothetically, if they lost a bunch of games and miss out on the playoffs, Ron Hexall, Dave Hexall, those guys would still feel very comfortable about the way their season's gone yeah. because it's like X amount of point improvement from last season. And they realize like a lot of it's just about growth. So like between Maddie Beneers, Jared McCann still looks good. 
Grubauer had a bounce back season. So like, and Martin Jones too, like they found money with that guy. So like they're, Mm. they're doing everything the right way. You know, Shane Wright's back in the CHL. So yeah, they're, they're doing great. That was a dig. So, <laughs> a little bit of a dig. That was a dig. What was? What? Mr. Poo Poo Pants. Uh, what are about? Huh? What? What? <laughs> Connor Bedard will probably score more tomorrow, even though they don't have a game than Shane Wright has. <laughs> like, the rest of the season. All right. That'll do it for episode 127. Thank you, as always, for your listen. We greatly appreciate all the support we get. Be sure to tell your friends and your teammates about our show and have a great week. We'll see you next Wednesday.